I love this. This is fun. Rocco with the pickleball ramp-up songs. This is perfect for you guys getting ready for your big tournament tomorrow. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia for Project Down and Dirty Live at Lucky Shots in North Minneapolis. It has been a great day. Eric Mischke and Dr. Leslie Preuss joined us just a little bit ago. We had a matching $5,000 donation. All the My Talkers have been stepping up big time. Thank you so much, girls. How is it going over there? $18,164. And and if you're... We got a $5,000 match just a few minutes ago, so everything is doubled, people. So you're really helping out. Let's give some shout-outs to Lisa Kavam. Gave $50 in memory of Jace Lee, aged 15, who Mm. died by suicide in 2023. Michelle Meyer gave $25. Karen Magara gave $15 dedicated to her grandmother, Vivian. And the Dr. Prouse that we just spoke to gave $500. Dr. Leslie. And her her brother had died by suicide and some anonymous. And again, we have a $5,000 match out there, so... Every little bit helps. If yes. $15, $20, you know, we've had 83 people donate so far. I bet more people listen than 83, do you think? Oh, yeah. Mm. You think? No On a good day? Okay, so it's hour two. What happens to us is tomorrow, um, this always happens when we're raising money for charities. Yeah. And, of course, we're competitive people. Mm-hmm. And we just got our socks blown off by Stephen Donna. So I'm already okay with taking <laughs> second place tomorrow night, which is devastating. Jeez, Julia. You put so much juju in the air. I know. I'm going to get it all back tomorrow. But really, usually when we do Project Down and Dirties, we're doing things. We have Lori and I. Have no, we can't sing, we can't act. We really, Julia, so, we won last year. Oh, I was gonna say, oh, okay, we had the best act. movie. You guys, right. can we act. had the best movie right, last movie year. Good. Well, by we, far. And we started out with the golden <laughs> far, ticket because <laughs> we got to sing on stage with the Beach Boys. That so, our yeah, premise yeah, yeah. to start for the delusional uh, low J's, the joy of uh, the unbelievable so, joy of being massively delusional. Tension. Yeah, that's so as a gal yeah. who's played the sport for a long time mm-hmm. and stinking so bad against those two, yeah, I'm trying, it's, her, it's hurting you more than it's hurting me. Because of course, you just started playing. I yeah, but play. no, no, no. Here's my thinking, Julia. This is what we've done. We've planted, this. not knowingly, <laughs> a seed of confidence. In them. In them. I agree. Okay. They don't know what's like, coming. Like, they don't know that maybe we deliberately botched it, even though we didn't. Yeah. That was real play. <laughs> but they don't know really that. Bad. So when we play them, if we play them, if all that happens... They're going to feel loose-limbed about us, and that's going to make their paddles not be on point. This is what I know about competitions when it's real, because I'll hit tennis balls all day, and I'll be fine. competition. No, Mm -hmm. no, well, I'm in a league. I'm a league. You're in a league. But I play tennis. I'm in a league. Yeah, that's competition. The league is only on its second Monday night. I mean, I played two Mondays. Yeah. Um. But I played tennis, and in tournaments, we went to regions this summer, played at the University of Minnesota, and I can't tell you the nerves that yeah. go through when it means something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not Maybe used to don't that. let it mean so much right. to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have a cocktail. Maybe, maybe just play your game like you do with your no. usual oh. confidence and savoir oh, faire. devastated. Yeah. See, see how I'm not devastated? But I was so nervous. Positivity. Well, but it's also because so I'm a nervous. newbie. I, I'm true. like, well, but I should know how to. I of of my you know six serves, two of them were out. Okay, this is where you're putting too much pressure. This on is where a Virgo middle child in a competitive <laughs> situation is falling apart at the seams. And there's only look at your points. older cancer sister. Like in a tennis match, it's so funny because 
I'm like the worst on our team. And so by the time we really get turned on, we're already down zero four. Yeah. And it only goes to six. Right. And in pickleball, I'm down like zero seven and yeah. it only goes to 11. So right. you don't have a lot of time to regroup. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm telling you, it's a fun sport. Don't you think, Lori? Like, I had honest. a dream about pickleball last night. <laughs> I woke up. I had a dream. I don't know what I was doing, but I was moving around the court and we were talking to each other, which is the thing our coaches, the pickleball chicks have been telling us, call your, is, is to do it. And mm -hmm. Julia, you must not do it when you play pickleball with your experience. We pickleball. do. Do you we guys do. call balls? We do, but you, we, I can, there's a different, just a different flow. Yeah. Okay. So, but we just got to call everything. Yeah. So in my dream, I was doing everything that Julia told me, and I remember just having the epiphany. I'm kind of having fun. And then I thought, when I woke up and I remembered I had a damn dream about pickleball, I thought, oh, no, <laughs> this means I've got a psychic connection. That's right. That's I, the first step. I even was feeling so confident this morning. I looked at Lori and I said, we could play outside of this. Show God. I was super uh, excited that maybe she got excited about it. I did. I'm I, like I told you. It's it, fun. I'm in. I'm it's all fun in. and it's more I'm exercise and it is not ping pong. It's social. It's I think so of it as ping. You know, it's so social. That's yeah. what my thing is. I. But when people say, "Oh, it's like playing ping pong," no, it's not. I I think <laughs> it's like standing on top of a ping pong player table and playing yeah That's but just... i've never worked up much of a sweat playing ping pong mm -hmm. i gotta be honest maybe your arm gets sore because you're standing I so know, close but it's kind of a it's a combination of tennis pick pick ping pong and racquetball yeah i guess yeah. That's just a way to describe it. Yeah. Okay, so um, just want to thank everybody for your donations. We'd certainly like to get to 20000 This would be, like, so wonderful. We want to thank. We've got Anonymous 25, Anonymous 18. Um, Reza Tahar gave $25. Thank you so much. And, no, her 25 is 50. Anonymous right. is 18 is 32. Did you see how I did math? I really took it. I was nervous about it. I'm super impressed. Now, it, I, I have to give a shout-out for a TV show that dropped today. Yes, okay, please. Because oh. please do. People are going to watch it. It's supposed to be like an, a rainy weekend. Yeah. And All the reasons, sorry to interrupt, to get yeah. this stream for, for tomorrow, a little oh, rainy yeah, day. Right, for right. $10. 10 bucks. You can sit inside, cozy up in front of the TV and see watch the us action. play. See the action. See the action. From your couch. And then when that's over, although it did, did, did drop today, so... I know that um, a lot of people were fans of um, Mike Flanagan. He adapted a Stephen King book, Gerald's Game. Mm -hmm. You might have seen that. But then in 2018, he had an overnight sensation with The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, yeah, that that was and we watched that, oh. and it's so good. And it's on Netflix. And then yep. he did a second one, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Mm -hmm. Which I like, but not as much as the first one. Not as much as no. the but Haunting Hills House. I still watched it. So Same. we haven't had anything for over a couple years. It's been a couple years. And today dropped uh, the uh, Mike Flanagan's It's 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 So Crazy Good, I guess. It's The Fall of the House of Usher. So it is based, based on the works of Edgar Allan Poe. I love that. Mr. Poe. Mr. Poe. It's an eight-episode limited series. So it, uh, it evokes knives out with the Senate. Sinister twist. Ruthless siblings have built this pharmaceutical company into an empire of wealth, privilege, and power. Oh. But past secrets start to come out of out of into the light and the heirs to the Usher dynasty start 
dying at the hands of a mysterious oh, woman from their youth. It's like Succession so meets, meets a little... Uh, so it's scary. That's so funny. Succession. <laughs> you know, there's a little succession there. It's a horror drama. Horror, I love this. And, and you know, and there, there perf- is a list of hard words to say. What? Horror. horror drama. Not it's a horror like, drama, but horror drama. It's like saying <laughs> rural. Rural. Or how some people say jewelry and jewelry. I say jewelry. I say jewelry. jewelry. Yeah, it changes. You change? Yeah, well, anyway. It depends but, on if I have filler. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Mike Flanagan, The Fall of the House of Rush of Usher. Before we go, I got an email that I want to share with you please, guys because we were talking about how Beyonce and Taylor Swift and how women are just become and Margot Robbie and women Greta, are the new men. Women are yeah, yeah that's right. That's, and finally, that's, it's about finally, time, right? Well, uh, we got a great email that came in that from Michelle that says, "I love you, ladies. I love you, ladies, talking about strong women in entertainment. But I hope you also realize how important you both are." Isn't oh. that nice? This uh, you both are to this industry and how you affect everyday people like me. You are so inspiring. So thank you, Michelle. Yeah, that's really sweet. Yes, you two are very that you know. It, you're right. <laughs> Women are finally getting taken over the men in Hollywood, and I think that's awesome. And here, and here. <laughs> that's no, right. What I really, I guess, what I really like about this is that. You know, you, you if, a while ago, I remember when Gina, um, the redhead, who was the president, Madam President on that TV show, Laurie, Gina with an R, she was in Thelma Louise, the redhead. What's her name? Oh, Gina Davis. Thank you. She started like in 2000 and maybe eight, uh, a women's media counting thing or something. And she would start a, a, a foundation to see how underserved women were in media and movies mm-hmm. in um, it was pretty much movies in yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, and TV. And movies TV. and TV. And mm-hmm. it from being in front of the camera to and being And how behind. we portrayed grandmothers, young mothers, you know, yeah. just the mm-hmm. percentages. And, and, and so she was so ahead of her time, yeah, you know, but really there were so few. And now to have it, you know, 15 years later, 20 years later, to have such a strong thing where a woman directed Barbie, the lead woman got the money for Barbie, Margot mm-hmm. Robbie, and mm-hmm. said, we're going to make it happen. It's the biggest film. It beats all the superhero stuff that Everything. has been yeah. blowing everyone out of the water for Everything. years. And then how you have this force of Taylor Nature, who's Taylor, Taylor Nature. Nature. I like Taylor all Swift, of that. I like that. Who bought me a purse uh, the other day in my dream. <laughs> and how she, we didn't get her. I didn't like her so much. I'm oh, really being honest. We loved her we that loved first, her that uh, first, first album. Yeah, no, we but then liked I, her. Why but... didn't we go to her concert? Julia, you're too it. cheap. Yeah, okay, for it. every that concert, if you want to, if I you want to be honest, and I didn't buy Taylor because I had to buy Beyonce, Pink. Madonna, and Pink yep. all at the same time, and I thought, who am I most deserving of going to? And I ruled that I was not deserving to go to Taylor. Someone else could buy but that. But think ticket. of how great she teaches treats her people and like Jeff Bezos ex-wife she's giving away billions to great yeah. organizations yep. women I just feel like it's time yeah and 21 years of you guys on the air it's amazing oh. are you don't telling don't say our it age? like that it makes I me feel creaky age. and old what <laughs> actually was, we're legal to drink finally I was telling Jeff this morning I think I'm 15 years older than most people you act like it sometimes I, I, gotta, I, I gotta be honest <laughs> I mean, I feel old. Do you want to come over here and chat with us, Jason? Well, oh, we're going we to go to break. Let's go to break. Be my random thought. Yeah, could you, you come were back? yesterday. Come on. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Learning Our Acts. And you know, they excel in teaching people how to read. We've got 
um, a best-selling author on with us next, Jess Laurie. And um, I know how important reading her books is to her, and, and we just are so passionate about reading, we can't help it. I just hope that if you feel like your loved one is struggling or you're struggling yourself, you know that Learning Rx is there to help you. They've got seven locations. And also, if, you're, if you, your child suffered from concussions, they have help with that, ADHD, And maybe you um, don't want dyslexia. to be on medication. Right, they've helped so many people out over the years of all ages, memory issues, chemo, th- um, brain fog, they're, they're there for you. And it all really starts with a one-hour assessment. Mention Lori and Julia, and that assessment is 50% off. And it's not that expensive to start with, which is awesome. Learning Rx, check them out. Does it seem like we're on? <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't on, hear a thing. I heard no music. It's just Jason and I. Julia has wandered off, <laughs> swearing about losing to Don and she, Steve. She's off to apologize to Don. Oh, my God. She <laughs> talked about Don behind her back in front of her. It was. It's, <laughs> I, oh, I, I could not love you two more. Oh, God. What did she just say? About she, you talking behind Don, behind God. her back in front of her. This, this on the been, radio. D- no, Julia, we need this. This has been a very. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> let me let me say this. This has been a mild. Uh, this has been a mild uh, do- project down and dirty. Yeah. We needed need some, some drama. drama. So I thank think. you, Julia. Yeah. Thank you really for talking did. about I, Dawn behind I'm her back. But I'm gonna say when you say mild, it doesn't mean we haven't been standing on our feet for ten hours. No. No. So. What did you talk about, Dawn? Because she's because Dawn's been training. She's been because she's been so good. <laughs> yeah. Then, then no, this is this Jason, is making it even worse for Dawn. Jason, Jason, no. She has been. She's I so committed. She is committed. And the beauty of it was just this very morning. Someone that's a new word this morning. The full um, morning. Someone asked you, "How do you feel about Bradley?" And you go, "Huh." Well, yeah. Bradley and uh, here, here we're the middlers. Let me tell you who the middlers are: me, Donna Valentine, me? and Bradley. No, you're good. You stop that. Both of you are really good. Wow, Alexis, that's a first. Alexis, I don't know what. Is yeah, well, Alexis was not yesterday. She's amazing. Um, but she, she today. <laughs> I like it. You're talking, talking about Alexis in, in front of her, Alexis. behind her we're back. We're talking like, right in front well, of her. I'm looking at Alexis. I'm yeah. allowed to. Yeah. She can talk about me, and I can talk about her. But let me just be honest. Alexis was not good yesterday. She was hitting balls uh, to Brooklyn Park. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, she was thinking it was tennis. She was yeah. hitting them like tennis balls. Yeah. Yep. And and today. I don't know what she did in the overnight, but now Alexis is really saw, good. Oh, you got the I hang saw, of the ball. I got the hang of the ball. You and know, how to hit practice it? Sometimes yeah. you know to get those balls right. Because the first time I did play, I was hitting that thing like a tennis ball. Right, and that's it's what I'm just used a to. habit. You know, you got a big court. You, you got to hit so those. Hard. And the other thing that's interesting about pickleball is like because it's a wiffle ball, you do have time to get back and get behind it. Yes, I know. So it's almost She'll, like in slow motion, which I'm not used to. Apparently, my coaching sucks because I can't play myself no did you uh, see Ju- julia and you you were both throttling the chairs with me i felt like it was my aunt's my my yeah my, i i did not guys. like how you were hitting the ball i i felt we very worried he's, he's constantly in backhand i know yes. i want you to turn he's around hitting, and hit you with your forehand but you then i said to julia maybe we shouldn't tell him this that no. way we can slam him right oh. at that spot it's his weak spot it is oh, that's I, strategy okay. right there yeah, but let's just. But talk I'm just about so strategy. I told. I said, my stop thing is light now. and airy, light and airy. Everything once goes I out say the that, window, I feel better. Yeah. Oh, once we get the end of the tournament. No. But oh, hey, 
So we need to say congratulations to you two, Lex and I do, because yeah. we heard you just got another five grand oh my gosh. for your charity. That's tremendous, you two. Mm-hmm. We awesome. want to thank Michelle Bussler, who gave $100 in memory of our sweet buddy, Travis Kanowitz, mm-hmm. who we yeah. lost to death by suicide in June of 2020. They miss him. Maureen Gluck, who just gave $100. Carrie Ruckett, who gave 25 Thank you, everybody, for your donations. We thank really you. appreciate it. And thank you, you guys. That's a nice compliment. Well, we lo- come on. I mean, we're all here raising money for good We're causes, all here. But yes. We appreciate and, it. And as we've said many times, you guys have lost for 13 we're years. Right. I mean, I mean, literally. No, I, I don't mean know. to be. We're going you, down. You <laughs> have lost for, well, this is year 13. You have uh, lost for 12. For a dozen years. A dozen oh. years you have been. The tale of the dog. That's you right. know, the That's tale right. of the dog. Except we well, had that we were the audience favorite film festival ooh. winner last year. <laughs> Lori can't oh. let that go. Oh yeah, you I, didn't know about that? I, oh, oh yeah, by far, Alexis. <laughs> Laura, by far. Laura, no, I, I, Lori, I heard that. I know. <laughs> I, I went to therapy. I have blocked out last year. Okay, yeah. 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 I mean, I, can I, we just I, pretend? No, we had such a joyful experience. Ours was truly fun. Great. Yes. I'm glad you did. You could tell in your film. Yeah. I know. Couldn't you? tell it was just so silly <laughs> yes just Ale- dancing and having a good old time I Ale- remember we didn't have to worry we didn't have to memorize lines oh. or scripts i had to take him act. to the concession stand and like calm him down oh i was like, so what is up with you uh, she knows me better than anyone here Ooh. at the station and she looked at me and i go um I, she goes i'm gonna get a pop i'm gonna get a cold pop I was like, you and better I said, get over here and come with me and she's walking she goes what is wrong with you <laughs> like, like, she's, what is wrong with you and I was so upset for so many reasons. She was, oh, girl. And get then, it like, together. Get it together. <laughs> then I yelled no at Rocco. And then I'm like, Rocco, when I got into a fight, and it was oh. just like, oh, I was snapping everybody. And then we did the Q&A. Oh. We did the audience Q&A. <laughs> and they came to me, and oh. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know you didn't it. have words. You cold-shouldered everybody. I did. did. Come on, give me the mic. I looked at Julia. I never want to see that film ever, ever again. Julia was so proud of me. Well, you were too, because we're all anarchists. Yeah. (laughs) We did the audience Q&A, and they came to me, and I went, I think Alexis should answer that. I kept tossing it to other people. Girl. Yeah, I whispered. Um, I'm not going to take the mic, so I'm not just give it directly to Rocco. I'm like, wait, no. what? And so I'm like, Rocco passing the mic, started, like... I said, Rocco and I just started it. yelling at each other. You need to, I'm not going to talk right <laughs> I now. I saw the tail end of it, and I, I was said, like, what? I was there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, everything's... Let me say this. Like, four days later... Oh, everything's great. Rocco and I look. Yes, I love yes. Rocco. Yeah, but, you were laughing about But things about it. were... It was not... You know when it's not about... It's about a bigger thing. Yes. It's never about well, that, that was moment. a very yes. intense experience right, we because have, like, of the filming. Have, yeah, it yeah. Was, the it filming. Was. I mean, we were doing so much in such much. a short amount of time, but we weren't acting or memorizing scripts or doing any you of that. You guys had more intense. Uh, any of that nonsense. We were doing improv. <laughs> I knew right away we cannot act, <laughs> and we are not memorizing. Well, congratulations, Smart. you two. Yeah, yeah and you guys look so good out on the court. You do. So stop we're stressing, third. Julia. I'm yeah. talking third. to you. And stop I'm, talking about people being. And you're so oh, yeah. No, I she's did, not. I did it in front. Yeah, ah! in front of her. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We're going to take a quick break. Leah, what is going on with our traffic? Hey, gang. It's Julia and Lori here. And if you have not checked out Hammernick's um, new 
flooring solution store in Hudson, you're kind of are missing out. But I understand also when you are looking for flooring and home improvement, it's geographical. They've got it the is. great store on the west side that opened just a few years ago. Yeah, the new op- opened just two years yeah. ago. And the, the old OG on Rice Street in St. Paul has been newly remodeled to include an enchanted forest area, which we just experienced also at Hudson. And then they've got Rochester. But they have natural wood in a natural resource. They have a vault room there to go back and see all these exquisite carpets. And I'm telling you, if you don't have an eight-pound pad with your carpet, <laughs> according to, you. to Lynn, you are not living. But so many so many cool new things because they're into countertops I now. didn't realize you could do the custom rugs. Oh, yeah. The- I did not really realize that for size. And then if you want to have braiding or the flat seam, I, I, I was that was a... Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. This is Lori and Julia. You are listening to My Talk 1071. It is our second day of Project Down and Dirty Pickleball, where we're all raising money for charities and doing extra things out of our comfort zone, like standing on our feet and hitting a ball for 10 <laughs> hours a day. But we want to thank everybody. Our charity is SAVE, which is Suicide Awareness Voices of Education. And... Uh, we want to thank our generous donors, donations right now. Shannon Lee gave $50 in memory of her daughter, Ashlyn, who died by suicide at 16 years old. She died six weeks after her boyfriend. We can't Broke see the roster. Broke up with her, probably. I, I don't know the answer, Aww. but so sad. Anonymous gave $100. Anonymous gave more money. Uh, Lisa Sorensen gave $100 on behalf of Lee, a survivor, and her mom, Darcy. So, Maureen, thank you. Michelle Busser gave $100 in memory of their sweet buddy, Travis. Suicide has t- touches so many people, and we just appreciate your d- generosity because SAVE is the number one spot that people go to, SAVE.org, for information. Or calling 988. And calling 988. But mm-hmm. for ever, a lot, so many resources are on their website. Yep. So we, we really appreciate what, your help. What are we at for? We're at 18700 um, seven hundred and seven dollars. We're wow. trying to get to four hundred thousand. Um, <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> I know. I know. Jason and Alexis were just here, and they're like, "Oh, we'll beat you tomorrow," um, <laughs> which they will. But we'd like to beat them for once. Um, so, but switching gears, we have one of our favorite local authors with us, and there's so many. Um, Jess Laurie is with us, and her latest book is "The Taken Ones," which is a cold case. It is. Uh, it's a low J book club pick that is going to be on our best of list at it, the end of the year. I Don't, that. yeah, 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 for sure. And Jess, Jess welcome this is and so thank good. you for coming into the nuttiness that is our green room here. Well, it is kind of crazy, but before we get into the book, I would like to pledge five hundred dollars to this cause. I don't know if you know this, but my husband committed suicide uh, back on nine eleven, and it's a no. cause very near and dear to my heart. And so I feel very honored to be here oh, and to talk during this that. very important. How did we not? We just didn't I know. That. I think somehow it just happened that I'm here today, right? I think right. it just kind of lined up and happened to this. So your husband goosebumps. took his life. My husband took his life, and he was struggling, and he did not have or did not know about the resources mm-hmm. that were available. So the fact that you're telling people about this is so important to me. So thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, right. I, I, it's well, like, I talked yeah. about it yesterday with Eric. You know, I have two nephews who took their life by suicide. I'm and so sorry. It is something, though, that as as someone you know like you just sometimes it's easier just to say that somebody has passed away rather than say by suicide because 
then you're f- feeling uncomfortable where we should be doing the opposite of that. It's true. We we're, we're I'm afraid I remember being afraid of making people uncomfortable, but so many people That's came out of the yeah. woodwork to help me and to share their experiences right. and that cuz I was pregnant at the time and I needed oh, all yes. the help I could get. And so people sharing their stories and not having any shame about it and just saying this happened how can we how can we work together to oh. make sure it doesn't keep happening that I do have goosebumps that you were here too. today and of I, all days and we didn't know that and I pushed you back an hour because we were having the save people on you know to come back later but I but you said something that I think is really key just you can stay forever we could talk about your book too but this is what is really important too is that you said you didn't want to make other people mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Here's your husband who's passed away right. by suicide, and you're pregnant, and you don't want other people That's to feel uncomfortable. That's how you feel, though. My sisters yeah. felt the same way about their boys. They just said, sometimes it's easier not to say how they died because I don't want, they get, I don't want to get, I don't, they don't want to have the conversation or they hate it when somebody says, oh, were, were they depressed? Right. You know, and so it's a matter of just like, then you have to be vulnerable to the feelings all over again. And my one sister told me, quite frankly, she'd rather just cry every morning in the shower and say her son's name than, than have to sometimes talk to people about it and tell them you know, what happened. Right. And everybody gets to choose how they grieve. Yes, obviously. absolutely. But also I, what you said earlier about just not being worried about other people, like let's just connect over the mm-hmm. truth. If somebody's comfortable. Yes. With it. Yeah. I think that's, that's mm-hmm. nice. Chris. I mean, I, I think that's just a valid point and yeah, that you don't think about. Whole, and Lori and I cried that this was our charity because we were so stressed out about it before this started because of Lori's personal experience right. and we didn't want to have that right. stress. And so literally we cried to each other. Yeah. And I, I didn't want, I guess I felt, I didn't want to feel like, Oh, are those girls just grief vulturing or something? I mean, that is how much the stigma of suicide though is like on you, like a, it's a cloth you don't take off. It's true. And that's why mm-hmm. it's so important. You're talking about it mm-hmm. and just making it something very public where people can help. Mm-hmm. What was your husband's name? Jay. Jay. Okay. Uh, my son looks just like him. He's healthy. He's 21. He lives with me. He's wonderful. Oh, oh right. God. But, but I mean, I will always miss his father. You yes. Never, you just, that never goes away. And you probably had to learn how would you talk to your son about this? Yeah, I remember. So I had a really good therapist and I talked to my therapist about how to talk to my son. It was just very clear that we're going to be honest and we're going to be age appropriate. And uh, when he was five years old, when my son was five, he's, I'm driving him home. He's in the back. He's all buckled up and he goes, Mom, how did my dad die? And I just wasn't ready. It was a busy day at work. And I'm like, you know what, honey, can we talk about that a little bit later? And he said, sure. How are babies made? Okay. Right. okay Flip the switch. That's this drive. This, <laughs> yeah, is, right. this is the worst drive of my life. We're yeah. not going to, we'll never talk about anything again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I'm never going to ask you. I'm not going to talk no. to you. No. And, okay. and that would be something that, you know, Save would have, um, you know, resources on is that, what because there are parents yeah. who take their life, and then the surviving parent, how they deal with their grief, how to talk about their kids. My nephew Dale, his children were two and four. And for Kelly, his wife, you know, that was not only was her grief, but she was like, where am I going to go? When, how will I talk to these kids about it? And she found a therapist. And, you know, so she, that's what you need. But I, I remember that... Um, 
um, she, you know, she really struggled with where to go. Yeah. And save.org is like where you could go, and it's amazing. House. Yeah, for yeah. all of that, because we all need help sometimes. Mm-hmm. We all do. And we want to give um, Christina why um, she gave $25 in memory of her brother, um, brother-in-law who lost his life to suicide a few years back and left behind, it looks like, two young children. Mm-hmm. So, Christina, thank you for letting us know about that. And um, just, we really appreciate everyone's donation. You just made a big donation. Thank you, Jess. I'm happy to do it. I'm pleased. Jess, you're selling a lot of books. My God, you've (laughs) become one of our favorite, favorite mystery thriller authors. authors, And I want to know, has Stephen King, does he know who you are? Has someone sent you one of his books? What? I want him to know who I am. I do, too. He's one of my favorite writers of all time. Somebody asked me in an interview last week, if you could co-write with one person, who would it be? Stephen King. Mm -hmm. I knew right away. But no, I don't think he does know who I am. I'm going to just take a picture of your book, copy him in on it, and just let him know that he needs to know the story of Bendy Man. Oh, my gosh. The Bendy (laughs) Man is my creepiest villain. It is your creepiest villain. So the latest book by Jess Laurie, because the Quarry Girls... We love was, that. That was last year. That was amazing. Amazing. And now the latest one is the Taken Ones. And Grant, maybe, I don't know if you could take a picture of us with Jess Laurie for her, for all of us. Um, just while we're on here, I think yeah, it'd be yeah, kind of yeah. cool. Give people the setup because yes, this please. book is so fantastic. Okay, so the, the pitch for this book is Cold Case meets Urban Legend. And the book opens up with three girls going into the woods. It's the summer of 1980 in Minnesota. Three girls go in. One girl comes out. The bottom of her feet are burned. She's mute. Uh, she can't explain or remember what happened inside because it's too traumatic. And so that's that case gets closed. It becomes a cold case. And then it's now 2023. And the and there is a woman found buried alive on the edge of Minneapolis clutching a necklace last seen on one of those girls who went missing. Okay. Oh, I couldn't stop. Work. I couldn't stop. Stop reading. And I don't like spooky things, but this was... But this is, this a, is an, a mystery thriller crime. I mean, a it's A wonderful so woman. Woman. Um, Evangeline. Yes. Yeah. Evangeline, the, the, the lead detective on the case, is very troubled. And I was worried that she would not land with readers because she's pretty complex right right she was but i I liked her i love van i'm so glad you two liked her i can't even remember her name i read it so long ago but i love this book (laughs) the other thing with your story is because you know this cold case um uh, is officer you know van evangeline you know you also tell in the story because she has very vivid premonitions yeah very vivid and i won't give away anything but she also was raised in just, you know, basically a, a cult. cult. Yeah. And how that shapes her. That that was so fascinating it to was. me. Her backstory and everything. So I hope we're going to see more Van. Right before I came here, I'm editing book two. So oh, book two are. comes out next October. Yes. Okay, how do these um, creepy thoughts come to your mind, Jess? Because <laughs> I know you wrote, you wrote YA Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And um, you've had... The Quarry Girls ends up, because you grew up in St. Cloud, or went to St. Cloud, yes. say, one or the other, I can't remember. Both, yeah. And um, the tunnel system was proven true in the Quarry Girls. Like, right after your book came out, they, yes. that was just wild. Yeah. And, and this new character, the Bendy Man, 
That is, where does that even come from? I don't know, because I seem very pleasant. Don't <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I honestly don't know. So my, my editor said to me, it, this was actually a short story first, where I introduced Van in, okay. a, in a short story, and she loved the short story so much. She said, make a novel, and I want it creepy. And so I just sort of drove around. I do my best thinking in the car or walking, mm -hmm. but th this time I was driving around, and I'm like, what is the creepiest villain I can imagine? And it's somebody who can hide in plain sight. Mm -hmm. oh. And so I worked backward from there to come up with the Bendy Man. And I still look under my bed for him. Every other creepy <laughs> person I've written about, it's fiction, right? I'm the right. writer. It's mm -hmm. fiction. That guy I worry about mm -hmm. showing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. oh, it is something. Can you stay with us for a minute? Sure. All right, we've got to take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we're going to just Lori speak. Um, <laughs> and we're going to keep her with us. And um, this is Lori and Julia on my talk. I want to just thank everybody for your donations today. And uh, just Lori is with us. And she is a local, amazing author. Anonymous just gave us $15. Thank you. Every little, everything helps. And we had a $5,000 match earlier. So your 500 that you donated just is $1,000. So every, everything's doubled. Put that in my bed. Everything, everything is doubled. And your latest book, Mystery Thriller, The Taken Ones, it's a crime thriller. It's a mystery. It's fantastic. I'm wondering, thank is you. it doing well what's the response been because we absolutely loved it and read it in like Beyond. two days thank you yeah so it came out september 19th it's doing very well it's uh last i checked before i came because i check relentlessly it's yeah. at 150 <laughs> in all of amazon is the okay. ranking so so that is wonderful although i do want people if they choose to buy it to get it from your local books absolutely you. yes. we agree and they with you. carry it you're yes. they people know you because you've written how many books now jess i think it's 26. Stop. that's incredible i think it is Stop. i think it is i'm not good with numbers but right I think, yeah but you yeah. get you are your storytelling gets better and better and better and this I one want is Stephen King to know about the I Taken Ones. Lori's yeah. going to call him today. I really do. He Bring needs to know the Bendy Man yeah. story. And I like it that you publish in soft paperback, right? Yeah, I yes. like that. A trade paperback. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I do. I prefer to read those. My my first hardcover is coming out in February. It's a young adult book, but otherwise I think all my thrillers will be paperback. It's, it's, a, it's a comfortable thing to hold. Do you go back and forth between your mysteries and then young adult? Yeah, you do. I do, and it's a nice palate cleanser especially when the mysteries are so dark you know like <laughs> so like thrillery you know and by the way nice cliffhanger on your book oh, yeah, i know i know so the mystery <laughs> is wrapped up right yes, but it there's is. but it leaves you wanting to know something else it's, yes. uh, my jaw hit the table i yeah. swear to god i had to read it again she wouldn't do that to me but i did <laughs> but, but you, you did, did. did. The, next, you... the next book comes out october 2024 and that that is solved. That is answered. You okay. find, out, you find okay. out what that is. Yeah. Do, um, you, do you find, like, do you read, I, I'm reading this other weird book right now, Yellowface, and that's yeah. out there, and it's a woman who steals someone's manuscript, right. basically, mm -hmm. and then rewrites it and then deals with that. But And she's reading all the review, and she gets in fights with people on Twitter and stuff if they don't like her her perspective or oh, on her book that's such a bad idea the right bad you never idea. like don't even read your reviews so do you not i do not read my review i read the first five or ten and then it just hurts because people will come at you personally yeah that's what, yeah. yeah and there's just i just don't do it anymore i agree don't do it who's got time to who's come got, personally at an author 
They will email you sometimes. <laughs> Who has time to track down your email address to tell you? I've gotten so many emails telling me that the grammar is awful in my books. Oh my god! Serious? <laughs> oh. I know. And I, and I try. I used to respond and be like, you know what? It's dialogue or it's first person. Yeah. And yeah. You don't, oh, nobody, don't. And, but you can't even respond. Mm -mm. It's just it's a sinkhole. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate that because you can't read. I mean, I don't. I just don't get people. Yeah. No. But I mean, people can like or dislike your book. That's fine. Absolutely. And they can and they can write what they want to write about it. It's none of my business. Is what I decide. The oh. thing that about Stephen King, what he would like in your book, he loves local superstition, loves stuff with kids, and then you know if there's this other mystery storyline going. I mean, this he like would a, be enchanted with your book. I want that to be true. Do I you know. have his number? Because you want to. I'm <laughs> tweeting him a copy of your book and just telling him. I, I am I'm, on board with this. Okay, so, I'll, not. I won't do it today. Yeah. But when I get back to the Surprise office. Them. So yeah. Jess, who do you love to read? Like when a, Besides Stephen King, when a new book comes out, who do you like? i got to get that. Well, I do love Stephen King. Have you guys read Tana French? I don't know if it's Tana or Tana. Yes. Yeah, I What's know the that book? Is. She's an Irish uh, author. thriller writer. Yes, and she's got several of them. I love her mysteries. They're so good. The, the Searcher is the last one I read. Yeah, Stephen King for sure, Isabella Allende. Uh, Minnesota has so many great authors. Wendy Webb. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Wendy. Yeah. Oh, Wendy is fantastic. Yep. Pick up any book she Brian has. Alan Freeman. Askin. Brian Freeman, Alan, Christy Bell Camino. It's a wonderful William Ken Kruger. He's beautiful. Ken's one of the best people yeah. I know. I told him he's probably a serial killer because he's so nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and his yes. voice is so soothing. soothing. He, has, he has heads in his basement. I am so sure of it. <laughs> yeah. I am so sure of it. <laughs> and who's the other one that's um, uh, the woman? Um, that's well, Lorna Lambic well, Lorna is Lambic, hilarious. We love her. Yeah. Oh my. She is. She is so naturally funny. Just yeah, as she a person, really is. But she translates it into her books, which is really hard to do. Her mm. books are funny. So, do you ever find that you want to? Do, is rom com just off the docket for you? I certainly hope so. <laughs> no, I think I, because Abby Jimenez is local and she's yeah. brilliant at her yeah. books. Yes, she is. They make they're just so. I know, but my favorite genre is mystery thriller, uh, crime. Yeah, I, so I I don't want you to ever stop reading. No, those. did you? Who did you like growing up? Who did you read? I read a lot of Nancy Drew, Lake Laurie. Yeah, Trixie. I read Belden. every Trixie Belden. Yeah, I did read actually Stephen King growing. Up too. Same, yeah. same. I was okay. like in. I want to say oh, I read The Stand. You know, maybe in ninth grade, tenth same. grade. And it yeah. was just this brick of a brick book, of a but book. you couldn't put it down once you started. Yeah, but My I was also very much. My grandmother liked romance. She always had Sydney Sheldon, oh, I, I, and I, I always felt like I and Jackie Collins. And Listen, so those I, were great books. And uh, Jacqueline Suzanne. I remember reading The Stepford Wives in like sixth yeah. grade. That was yeah. a little uh, racy for me. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I and then I watched the movie not long after I read it too. What was it? That The Valley of the Dolls. Valley of the one. Dolls. Yes, That's yes. another good one. Yeah. Yes, it's, Tina Louise. That was her only role after Gilligan's Island, oh, being in the Stepford Wives. Oh, Remember, she, she was one, and deep. she played tennis. And she was one of the first ladies who that. got the treatment yes, that made her a Stepford into, Wife. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was good stuff. It really was, because didn't he also write Rosemary's Baby? He did. Ira. Yes, mm -hmm. Ira Levin. Mm -hmm. And so that stuff, I think, sunk into her psyche. And I think so, and I've always really. liked, and Nancy Drew was my first love. That was book. our gateway. That was our gateway. That, that was, was a gateway. Was. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Nancy Drew the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Mine was, uh, 
Investigator Brown, I think. Oh, yeah. Those were when I was in like grade school. And then I just Encyclopedia went to- Brown. Brown. That was Encyclopedia it. Brown. That was it. And did you know Nancy Drew is not a real person? It was all these ghost writers that wrote under the name Nancy Drew. Okay. Right? I Keen. never knew that. I wrote under the name Carolyn Keene. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there was a real Carolyn Keene. And then, okay. then she passed. Okay. And the publisher didn't want to... Ke- they wanted to Let keep it-, it going. So then they hired... Ghostwriters who agreed just to publish under that name, but like yeah. Robert Ludman estate hired Brian Friedman to but, continue yeah. the born, but he writes under Brian Freeman yes. for the yeah, Ludman yeah. family. Yes, right? but they call it the Ludlum. Yeah, his name's a little bit smaller, but right. below the yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, he's doing a good job. Who would you like to to uh, take on your? Out Stephen King, of course. Stephen King, but I don't want him to have to pass for me to take on his right. estate. I want to co-write with a living Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> I would what, love that. And do you have any say in who reads your book? I've always wondered if authors have a say in that. For like an audible or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You, so you get a audition tape, and unless they're really awful, I just kind of pass it off because this is not my field, right? I don't know what a good recording is. I never tell listen you. to books. I'm going to tell you because it, it, the voice turns you off. I would. I bet that I'm reading sense. one that I'm hate listening to. Oh no! Like how you Sorry. hate watch television shows. Yeah. I just want it to end. Yellowface. It's the be- it's a big bestseller out there right now, and it's a yeah. great concept of a story. But the woman who's reading it to me is annoying. Is a bitch. Oh no! Tiny bitch. And I just feel I feel like my ears hurt. Like oh. and if you read that story, it would be, it would be a different perception. Yes. Oh, I don't like listening to all books because I feel more in pages sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you're right, Laurie, with mysteries and thrillers. I need to. I need to have my eyes on it because sometimes I need to reread it. Yeah. And think. Wait a second. Did that. This is a yeah. delicious escape weekend yeah. book. The Taken Ones by Jess Laurie, local author. Pick it up at your local independent bookstores. Do you have a and- website, an author website? I do. It's www.jessicalaurie.com. Jessica. Yes. L O U R E Y people. Yes. Yes. And then does that have where you're going to be? It and- has where I'm going to be tonight um, at the at the Washburn Library in Lindell Avenue with four other mystery writers. Oh, wonderful! Who's what time? Be with you. It's going to be six thirty. It's going to be uh, Shannon Baker from Tucson, Lori Raider Day from Chicago, Tony Wirt from Rochester, Erica Ruth Newbauer from uh, Milwaukee. All right, at six thirty wow. at Washburn Library. Wash- Washburn Library. Yes. Just, thank do you, you like so much. Those? I do with friends. Yeah. It's fun with friends. Thank, thank you. you so much for thank having me. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. This was great. All right. We're We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.